it's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Uh, hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing well. It's um, a Token Teens Tuesday. Yes. In honor of Marianne, did you know this? Marianne, before coming out on the island, had seen every season of Survivor except the last six episodes of Token Teens. So it only seemed fair that in honor of Marianne's win, holy shit, uh, we deprive our listeners of content the way she deprived Survivor Token Teens of her viewership. Does that not make sense? No, but I'll pretend it does. Thank you. That's all I'm looking for, is anyone to pretend I make sense. Start doing, making Thomas? sense. It's Tukin Tuesdays. It's Tukin Tuesdays. It's Tukin it's too Tuesdays. I am drinking. I know that we've talked about this. I think on the pod I've talked about this before. But uh, I'm drinking the monster that's got the pervert toucan on it. It's pervert toucan Tuesdays. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's stealing a lady's bikini top. There should be like a little wanted sign of him. That would be like, really that's cool. not okay. Oh my God. And he should be in prison. Here's what I'm going to do for you, Thomas. Survivor Wild West 2, it's going to be, there's going to be a cameo by the pervert toucan. It's going to be a <laughs> wanted poster for him. And people are like, that doesn't make sense in the yeah. lore of Survivor. And I'm like, well, it does if you listen to the rap podcast. Just Jeff, like, come, come on in. We have a special guest today. It's the pervert toucan from the Monster Energy Can. The pervert toucan from the Monster Energy Can is my he favorite pervert they, from my Monster Energy big, Can. They've got a big, like, paper uh, sign of uh, the Monster Paradise, and he, like, bursts through it, and he's holding a lady's bikini top. What is Monster Paradise? Is that the monster with the toucan? Yeah, that it's, is the, like, it's the, like, lime green can. That's cool. I have a question for you, Thomas. It's 8.14 p.m. there in the lovely land of Michigan. Why are you drinking a Monster Paradise right now? Uh, it's, I've been kind of nursing this one. I got it when I, I started drinking it when oh, I got is home. Is it a baby? Yes, it's a baby. That's so cute. Finally. I've been drinking, I've been drinking this baby monster. Um, <laughs> the baby but, uh, monster is hungry. I've just yeah, I've just been kind of spreading it out. I've been periodically taking sips. So I've been drinking this for like two and a half hours. You've been drinking a monster energy drink, of course, because we did watch Survivor this week and Survivor's a monster now. So Thomas, I have to ask you, did you watch the finale of Survivor 42 last night? Jake, I did. Uh, what did you think of this week's episode title, which was It Comes Down to This? You know, I think a previous version of me maybe would have said that this was lazy, but I watched this one in Cali, fucking right oh after getting out of the hot God. tub in the morning, just feeling chill. And I was like, you know what? Good enough. Thomas, you didn't watch the finale of Survivor 42. Hollywood Tom Powell did. What did Hollywood yeah, Tom right. Powell think of that title? I he's gone now. God damn. I discarded. I, I can't. I can't channel him if I'm not uh, around the natural crystals in uh, California. You didn't take any home with you. They're free. no. They kill you. Oh, they kill you. Yeah, if you take the vibes, they kill you. Oh my god. 
that's that explains why there's such a concentration of chillness in California. They got all the crystals. Um, okay, so this was a pretty good finale, I'd say. Jeff starts the episode by uh, talking to us as if he is once again Dora the Explorer. Um, we love these. We love these segments. We, we love do. the Blues Clues with Jeff segments. Um, I was trying to remember what Dora the Explorer wore. Uh, she wears like a pink shirt, it's right? A pink shirt and orange shorts. I was like, does she wear what Jeff Probst wears? Uh, I was trying to think quite. of her, and then I realized I was thinking of DW. Different people. In fact, one of them is an yeah, anteater. Yeah, not the same. Thomas, you did would you think know? Similar, you know? but no, not the same. Did you know that anteaters might make good pets, maybe? I've, I've, I've heard that they're so big, some call them large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great, even. Uh, that was, um, do you think that joke column I did in the school newspaper for April Fool's Day in 2008 was the first instance of wildlife shots. Yeah, I think that really was the inspiration for this whole segment. Yeah. So or we, that whole segment, I should yeah. say, we're not doing it right now. We're not doing it right now. I mean, it's way too early. First, we have to talk about what happens at camp and they go to a new bad beach. Uh, I like this little twist. It's very small in the like grand scheme of the season, I think, but it's fun to be like, all right, lightning round, survivor. You got to pick up and move. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan and Lindsay have a spat because he says Omer was the plan the whole time. Then uh, Jonathan keeps yelling at Lindsay, you voted for me, Lindsay, because she's upset that they she didn't know the plan. This was obnoxious. I think early, 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 instance of this segment for annoying not annoying i think jonathan wins annoying for this little yeah, scene he's, here he's being a little annoying i get it i get not wanting to cooperate because she tried to vote you out but at the same time like yeah i don't know i don't need to see jonathan being a dick about stuff yeah what happened to cool golden boy jonathan what what happens to the golden boys they used to you know be great ozzy the one that came off malcolm that's the one uh, but then they turned mad. Hot Joe. Jonathor. What happened, guys? Per- get get together, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Speaking of chill vibes, did you, uh, have you been watching Barry? No. Honestly, Thomas, I'm, you're going to be mad. I watched the first episode a couple times and I just, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I'm a little mad about that. I know. I got to give it another shot because I know it's yeah, apparently you one of the best shows on TV. Man, there's a guy There's a guy in the most recent episode of it who owns a beignet shop, and he has the kind of, like, chill vibes that Jonathan needs to win. With the, mm. with the chill vibes comes wisdom. Mm. With great chill vibes comes great wisdom. Um, I have not been watching that, Thomas. I'm sorry to say... My viewing schedule is actually currently filled up by a little sitcom called Young Rock. Have you watched it yet? No, I still I'm not going to watch Young Rock. I'm going to put that out there right now. I don't know that there will be a situation. I'm not avoiding it, but I don't think that I will. I would have to choose to watch it, and I don't think that's going to happen. Would you say there would not be a situational comedy in which you would watch Young Rock? Well, maybe if I had like two dates that I had planned on accident at the same time and both of them, let's say one of them was watching Young Rock. I was yeah. like, do you want to do you want to peacock and chill? We're going to watch Young Rock. Yeah. 
that's cool. That's a really cool Peacock, thing Young do. Rock, and Chill. And, uh, and then, yeah, the other one, I don't know. We, we're going to a restaurant, and I have to go back and forth. A wrestling strong. What if I had two TV? What if I had two TV rooms? You know, like two rooms of TVs in my house, mm-hmm. and I somehow managed to lure both the dates in without them seeing each other, and was just moving rooms. Here's, I was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Here's the funny thing about that that little fantasy you just took us on, Thomas. There was a recent episode of Young Rock in which all four of Young Rock's girlfriends found out about each other. So. More similar than you were realize. they all watching? Were they all watching different TVs in different rooms in his house? No, Is that how they found this out. This dumbass eight-year-old gave them each a T-shirt from this wrestling event his mom put on, and then they all were in class together and were like, "Oh, where'd you get this shirt?" Eight-year-old Rock is a fucking idiot. Hot take, but like, young Rock is no young Sheldon. In terms so of not character, like exa- I mean, like, okay, so they're like eight-year-old elementary school girlfriends. Okay, yeah. Still, that's infidelity. And yeah, that's, that's, uh, he okay. should be he should be put to death for that. Well, he ran for president instead, so maybe okay. Young Rock is more realistic than we realize. Yeah, I think it says a lot about the nature of society. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romeo tells them that he has an idol. He made an, he made a fake idol that looks really bad. What did you think of this fake idol Romeo made? They've been kind of making the idols look shittier of late, I think specifically so that it's easier for players to do this. And I'm all for it. I thought that it looked like it looked enough like an idol. All you have to do with a fake one is make it look just enough like one that people question whether it's real or not. You know, like if it looks like it could plausibly be an idol, people got to worry about it then. The thing is, no idol up to this point has ever been an anklet. But I guess this is a new era. So anything goes. Yeah, that's an easy sell for this season. It's like they're doing it a little different. It's a different season. They're throwing the old, you know, that's old hat, the non-anklet idols. They're throwing that out the window. What if hidden immunity idols were hats? I would love it. It'd be kind of hard to hide them, wouldn't it? It would be. But you could also make it look quite natural when you do. Be like, oh, yeah, I just, I forgot I packed this hat. I packed this golden hat. (laughs) You just wear a lot of hats with beads all over them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just the normal kind of hat that I like to wear. Why does this hat have a Florida Lee on the front? It's like a bedazzled Jamiroquai hat. Honestly, why doesn't Jeff ever contact us to produce the show? What if Jeff dressed like Jamiroquai? <laughs> I have a lot of ideas about what we could do with Survivor, and a lot of them involve Jamiroquai. What if they had a challenge in the Upside Down Room from the Perfect Insanity video? <laughs> do it, Jeff. It's a new era. Anything goes. What if, Jameer, what if we cut out the middleman and we just have Jameer Kwai host? That would be good. You know, they're really pushing for diversity. Get that old white man out of there. Get Jameer Kwai in. Yeah, get, get another, <laughs> probably the same age white man. Is Jameer Kwai white? Jameer Kwai is very white. I don't think I've ever actually seen Jameer Kwai. Jameer Kwai is a band? No, yeah, Jamiroquai's look it up. a guy. You've never seen the hat before? Oh, you gotta look up that hat. I literally thought this guy in the video was Jamiroquai this whole time. What a That's day. That's fine. <laughs> We've all learned a lot today. The members' names. The first guy, JK. Get the fuck out of here. That's fucking Elf. It's not a name. Jason Luis Cheatham. 
How are you liking that hat that he's wearing? It's good. It's a really good hat, and I wish they would bring it on Survivor. I'm really delighted that I can show this to someone for the first time, because I just assumed that Jamiroquai's hat was like a foundational no, I piece knew, of I knew, our natural identities. I always knew who Jamiroquai was. I 100% recognized this video as soon as you mentioned it. I just didn't know it was more than one guy. It's true. Jamiroquai. Well, it's hard to notice me. any of the other guys because of the big hat that one guy's wearing. Holy shit, Thomas. Can you just real quick Google Jamiroquai and look at the third image? Oh, man. That's literally what we're talking about. Everybody listening, Google Jamiroquai and look at the third image. It's This is from their IMDb page. Oh, mine is from Simple Wikipedia. Hmm. Oh, maybe, okay. Maybe so we're we not get... looking at the same one. I'm I'm looking at one where uh, he's got like a rainbow, like, but like Rasta, like knit sweater or whatever. Oh no, I'm looking at one where he is wearing um, a potentially problematic purple. Oh headdress. yeah, no, I saw I saw a few of those. Purple Apparently, that's headdress. the other kind of hat that he likes to wear. Um, you don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's. Uh, I mean, he probably isn't, but. Let's say for the sake of argument, maybe maybe he's uh, part indigenous. Maybe he has some indigenous heritage. Up until about 30 seconds ago, I thought this man was, one, named Jamiroquai, and two, a black man. So you could tell me anything, I'd believe you. Yeah. He is British, though, so that seems unlikely. This just seems like an unfortunate choice. J.K. was born in 1969, has been married to the same person since 1992. Um... Wow, even after uh, even after JK blew up. Excuse me, I misread this Wikipedia article. He has been active since 1992 in sex because he got married in that year. Yeah. Um, Not before. He's like Omer. What's the uh, Jeff Probst was born what year, Thomas? If JK was born in 1969, how old do you think Jeff Probst is? You said he's about the same age. I'm going to say I'm going to say because I want it to be true that they were born the same year. In fact, Jeff Probst was born 8 years earlier in 1961. Okay, so we are getting we are getting some new blood in there then. Yeah. Um okay, so Lindsay is the boy's target. Marianne tells her that she wants her there with her in the final 3. And then Mike implies that he's going to play his idol for Lindsay. Uh Mike Doing too much, you know? Doing too much. Too late. Yeah, he could have just, you know, kept his cards a little closer to his chest. Yeah. But uh, They get tree mail and it has a riddle on it. Uh, Lindsay is the first one to figure it out. He's looking all over the idol for the advantage. Do you remember what the riddle was? Something about a sleeping giant? Yeah, wasn't it like look for its... T- Sleeping giant show feet or whatever. It's Sleeping like, giant show feet on main. Let me let me suck on them toes. It said, let me, "Go suck on those toes, the giant toes." Uh, and uh, Lindsay did exactly that. She finds it. Uh, well, Marianne and apparently also Romeo were pretending to not be able to figure out the puzzle so that the other two couldn't join them in the hunt. So that's pretty funny. That's some good strategizing from some good strategery, as our favorite painter said one time. 
What did you think of this riddle? What did you think of this portion of the game? It's like a big deal, you know? It was, you know, I thought it was good. Um, you know, I mean, I they show like 10 seconds of them solving the riddle and then it's just edited to show them run over the whole island. So I don't, you know, it's like I have a hard time believing that this is how it actually played out. Uh, yeah, Lindsay said it took around 40 minutes to solve the riddle and find the clue. So, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem like an entirely necessary part of the game, but whatever, new blood or whatever that Jeff likes to say. Uh, what did you think of when they highlighted the, the giant toes in uh, in a yellow outline? Loved on the it. Screen so we could see. see I did love toes. that. Uh, so at the final five reward and immunity challenge, the winners get pasta, garlic bread, meat sauce, cake, salad, and red wine. Pretty tasty meal, if I do say so myself. I love all those foods. Rank them, yeah, Thomas. They look, they look good. Rank them. Pasta, garlic, bread, meat, sauce, cake, salad, red wine. Uh-huh. Rank them. Best to worst. Uh, they're, all, they're all good. Oh, nice. I like them all. Way to win. Uh, <laughs> Give them the, the Trump fast food. I like, I like it all. Lindsay plays her advantage, which means she has to untie five fewer knots. Good for Lindsay. They have to collect puzzle pieces through different stages on a big raised obstacle. I thought this was a really cool challenge. I really this like is this. great. I like all the different like you know the the varying challenges of the the different little rope bridges to get back. I thought it was neat uh, and how they could use you know they could choose which ones they wanted to take when. Uh, I love to see it. Uh, Lindsay unfortunately drops one of her planks, so she loses the lead she had with her advantage. Were you bummed out here? Because I you love bummed. Lindsay so much. I picked her to win. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and Lindsay are the first of their puzzle. Mike wins outright, though. Lindsay was one piece away. Big bummer for Lindsay. That was a bummer. It was also really funny that Jonathan was the first person to complete his and just stopped trying on the puzzle at one point to watch to see whether Mike or Lindsay was going to win. Yeah, I sure like why? Uh, why not? You know, why not? Uh, Mike wins and brings Jonathan on the reward because, you know, big boys got to eat. Yeah, he was going to town on that pasta. Yeah, he loves it all, honestly. Yeah. It's all great stuff. Uh, they they go out of their way to mention that they love the spaghetti. What did you think of this beautiful poetry from Jonathan? He said, there are good ships and bad ships, but there's no ship like friendship. Yeah, simple, simple wisdom. It sounds like a Johnny Bananas quote, if Johnny Bananas yeah, was a good Yeah, it does a little bit. Uh, Mike doesn't know how he wants to play the idol yet, but they know they want to take out Lindsay. And then Mike promises Jonathan that he's going to play his idol for him if Lindsay ends up playing an idol. That's two people now, Mike. There's only four people. <laughs> Too many promises. You can't be promising everybody is getting your idol. Too many not promises, not enough idols. Uh, Especially when you're in a position of strength, it's like you can afford to play a restrained game right now. He completely squandered that opportunity. Uh, Mike and Lindsay realize that Mike promised both of them his idol. 
So Lindsay tries to guilt Mike into keeping her. Marianne tries to convince Mike to save Lindsay, reminding him that Jonathor is shitty to the women. And then Marianne considers playing her idol for Lindsay to be seen as a contender. Now this is very interesting to me. What did you think? Uh, I thought that it was an interesting idea for her to do it because it would be something you could put on your resume. But I also think that all Lindsay would have to say if they both made it to Final Tribal is you shouldn't have. Yeah. It was a bad idea for you to do that. Yeah. Um, in her exit interview with our rival, uh, you know his name. I don't need to say it. Um, Marianne was like, yeah, I thought about playing it for Lindsay, but then I realized she could use that to show off what a great social game she had in that I played an idol for her and I didn't want her to take that big move for me. I thought that was expertly played. Yep. I thought that was, uh, it was smart of her not to do that as much as I would have liked her to. I, um, I loved that. She also said during the tribal council, she said, I want to play this game for me. I may have to go back on my word. Like, Basically warning Lindsay, like, look, I'm sorry, but this is what I have to do. Um, then, oh, Jeff asks about being a good player, but balancing, uh, making sure you're not the target. And then the camera holds on Marianne for a very long time. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Did you feel good? Yeah, sure, whatever. I felt pretty good. Uh, Mike says trust changes quickly. Dre notices Marianne is trying to win over Omer's jury vote. Romeo calls this portion of the game the fighter. Christian Bale, right? Is that right? Yeah, he was in that. I think Mark Wahlberg was in it. Uh, And what's her name from The Office? Amy Adams? Yep. Nice. Yeah, Katie the Purse Girl is in it. So they vote. Mike plays his idol for Mary Ann. What a beautiful moment for me, the person who picked Mary Ann to win. Romeo announces he will not be playing his fake idol. Were you bummed? What was the point of this? I don't really, I don't really know. Like Romeo was just like there the whole time, you know. This is like Romeo's whole game. It was just like, yeah, okay, he's there. Which he tried to spin as intentional. And I, I guess I believe him because why would you lie about that even in exit press? But I mean, you get that you get that third place money. Like, yeah. I think it was intentional in the sense that he got to the final three. I mean, but that's one way to play. Uh, Jonathan gets one vote, but the rest of them go to Lindsay. And we had to say goodbye to your winner pick. Were you crushed? That Lindsay was the first one out. I was pretty sad. Because you picked her to win. Well, after she got the advantage, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Feel good about that pick. Boy, did that not last. Yeah. Someone says if advantages uh, aren't actually that helpful in the game of Survivor. I mean, they are. Like, that that exact advantage ended up swinging the game last season. What I don't even remember it being in last Erica, season. Erica got it last season. She did? Yeah, and won in order to get to Final Tribal, oh. yes. Well, uh, it's good, actually. It's a good twist, and I like it. Because it meant Erica won, and I like that. 
we get then to the final immunity challenge, and it is Samotion. I mean, it's as if they made this whole season just for us. From Omer saying... Marianne's a big dork like us, and she knows the name of it. Yes. From Omer saying Survivor Confident to this, it's just like... Great. The only thing that could make it better is more diverse wildlife shots. I know there are more than, like, three birds and two fish in Fiji. Yeah, do it. Just please have it somewhere that isn't Fiji. That's all we ask. The Wild West, maybe. Wildlife shots in that. Did you know that, Thomas? Did you know I researched a bunch of wildlife for Wild West Survivor? What if they did uh, no, no, Survivor no. Wild Wild West and it was hosted by Will Smith and Kevin Klein? Yeah, that's a good idea, too. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't. They didn't. I couldn't get the rights to that, uh, so I just had. Will to Smith use does Jeff a Brooks. live performance of Wild. He does the exact VMAs performance of Wild Wild West at the start of every single show. Well, I mean, sure, but it, there was already like a reference to the Wild Wild West in Survivor Wild West, which you know about obviously because of how you did read it, and so just feel like you yeah. could have accepted that. But no, I'll write another one hosted by Will Smith and Kevin Klein because it's 1999 still. <laughs> We're all excited about Survivor. How many yeah, it doesn't even exist yet. I can't wait, but I sure hope that it's hosted by Will Smith and <laughs> Kevin Klein. Oh, Will Smith and Kevin Klein did so good on Wild Wild West. What if they do a show called Survivor and we never find out Jeff <laughs> yeah, Probst is? He has everything about that. What about if that happened? Yeah, yeah sure. Maybe maybe. this guy named Jeff Probst. No, no, I don't want that guy. That guy from that commercial I saw one time? No, thanks. Um... I also found out, speaking of The Office, uh, Jenna Fisher's wedding was officiated by Jeff Probst. Whoa. Yeah. Her, ma- her marriage to Jim? Her marriage to Jim was officiated by Jeff Probst. I can't believe we didn't notice that on the episode, but here it is. Uh, Mike says that they're all depleted. He says, big game, big players. I liked that. Big game, big players, can't lose. From uh, Wild Wild... Nights. Yeah, from Wild Wild West. From Wild Wild Country. Yeah, exactly. From uh, the Talking Head song, Wild Wild Life. Well, when you really think about it, uh, high school football in Texas is kind of a cult. So that joke kind of worked, actually. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Thank you. I'm a mystery solver. I'm a detective of jokes. Marianne talks about her family and says that she sits in the sorrow and sadness and then turns it into passion and drive. Pretty good, uh, pretty good line from the winner, huh? How could you not root for Marianne after this scene? I don't, what if you think she's annoying, though? What, what about that, then? Well, what if, like, Tony, you think that she's played a very good game, but also you personally don't want her to win? Well, um... Sounds like racism, and uh, Tony was actually annoying, and you, that's okay for me to say because you can't be racist against Italians. So, okay. Uh, they, it's racist against cops to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you notice that when Jonathan yelled, come on, before the challenge, they added a lion roar behind him? I did notice that, that and I loved cool. it. That was very cool. Mike falls out of the challenge while there's only one ball in this emotion, and Jeff seems incredibly disappointed in him. Yeah, this is rough. This was so funny. It just slipped out of his hand, too. It wasn't, you know, it was just a weird, like, his concentration broke or something. It was a weird brain fart. 
yeah, it, it was a real bummer, but you know, that's the game. It's a new era. Anything can happen. Uh, Marion was the second out, and then it comes down to Romeo and Jonathan Thor. Who would have thunk it? And Romeo wins. This was really uh, exciting for me. Because I knew he would take Marianne, you know? Yep. How'd you feel? Romeo finally... Uh, I think that he should end. have put Marianne to fire making. I don't know why he didn't 100% do that. 100% he He had he no chance have. of beating any of them, but you absolutely have a better chance of finishing second against Jonathan. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. But remember, Romeo has a pretty bad record at Tribal Council. He sure does. <laughs> this... Tribal included. Uh, back at camp, Romeo is proud of himself. Mike says, I'm in deep water, but I'm not drowning. Can't wait for Mike to come back. He's so good. Uh, we love Mike. Uh, we like Mike. Many of us uh, still think that maybe if, if under different circumstances, he would have allowed been allowed to make a case to win this season. Um, what? Well, I, I said that in a confusing way. We'll talk about it when we get to okay. Final Tribal. I had some issues with the jury. <laughs> uh, Mike tells Romeo he's expecting to make fire, but tells Romeo to consider who he'll have to go against Tribal Fountain Council. And coaches Jonathor on fire making, and Mike tells Jonathor to take any chance to not have to make fire if he can. Sure stuff. Sure stuff. What more can you say? Uh, they then go to tribal council and Jeff says this little nugget of wisdom. He says, so much of life is showing up. What did you think of that line? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Romeo showed up. He, Romeo, he sure did. Romeo has been present on the island the whole time. He got $10,000 for attending survivor. Uh, Marianne says anything can happen at tribal. Mike says he's definitely going to fire. Romeo says he feels like Miss Universe and takes Marianne with him. Finally, the nerds of Survivor win. This has never happened in the history of the show. Were you excited for the underdogs, the fellow skinny guys of the show? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's nice to have some representation on there. Yeah, You, you, were, you were pretty uh, well represented in... Final Tribal. Or I guess this isn't Final Tribal, but you got the skinny guy with Romeo, the skinny guy lines, and then you got the big boy complaints with Jonathor. I don't really remember what Jonathor's big boy complaints were, but I know you had similar He's ones. He's just hungry. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, that is fair. I'm hungry constantly. I'm hungry right now, and I had seven Cheez-Its before we started recording. Well, you're really stuffing your face with those Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. Well, I was afraid of my mouth getting dry. That's why I didn't have eight. Eating a baker's half dozen of Cheez-Its. <laughs> uh, Romeo takes Marianne, and then Mike wins the fire-making challenge. Um, this was good. You know, they both made quality fires. I can't complain about that. No big boy complaints over here about this fire-making challenge. I appreciated... Uh Mike's strategy of just just putting as much shit on it as he possibly could, whereas like Jonathan tried to get a little too too cute with it. I yeah. get you know it's like you want to make a structurally sound one, but you know it's better than like a structurally sound flame that goes straight up, a giant one a that bit, you don't have to worry one. about controlling. Yeah. Uh, definitely the right strategy there it worked out for him. The 
They then go back to camp, uh, and the final three watch the sunset, and then there's a cool edit of the jury where they all explain what they're looking for out of each of the finalists. Then they have their, uh, they have their, what's it called? Their brunch, their final day brunch. And Mike is very excited that they are Danishes. He yells back to the other two, he goes, Danishes, I told you. Which is the only note I took on the feast. That's all you need to know. What else do you need? Yes. All right. It's time for the final wildlife shot of Survivor 42. We had a bandit secret. We had Roland the Bat. Thomas, we have to say goodbye to Roland the Bat for this season. What does he have to say to us? Farewell. Farewell, my sweet boy. Until we meet again. We got a crab. We got iguana. We got snake. We got birds. We got spider. And we got the Fiji wood swallow, which I believe we have talked about before. But, Jeff, we've already We've talked about every fucking animal that has ever lived on that island. Do you know how long the list of birds in Fiji is on Wikipedia? Do you know how many of those hyperlinks have turned purple? Significantly fewer. That's how many. I'm just saying, there's like this one that has a really big, funny-looking beak. I would love to talk about it sometime, Jeff, but it's, it hasn't come up. There's one called a booby. We've never talked about it because it hasn't Man, shown up in, in Think of all the, the riffs B-roll. that we could be doing. But we can't because they didn't put the booby on screen. <laughs> I just want to see the boobies. Show me the boobies, Jeff. No, instead we have to talk about the Fiji Woods, Woods Swallow, uh, which is very funny after hearing the word booby a lot. They're small black and white birds that can be found on almost all of the islands on Fiji, which explains why we see them so much. Wikipedia describes them as a chunky bird measuring seven inches long. They live mostly in lowland forests. They eat various bugs. They'll roost in the same tree for years at a time. They are very social birds with uh, big groups that roost together. They often prey on a couple. They are often prey for a couple different types of hawks, neither of which we have ever covered here on Wildlife Shots. Once again, Jeff, you know, shoot just like higher in the in the trees or something. I don't fucking know. I don't have this job. I want to see the big, I want to see the bird with like the big beak that you're talking about. That sounds great. I would love to talk about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Jeff is bogarting the birds. Uh, They're cool to other native birds, but they will become aggressive toward introduced species. And the final fact for this horny wildlife shot, they're poly. So. Oh, hell yeah. Is it, um... Is it a negative stereotype that all poly people are horny? Is that not how it works? I think it's true. I think in this case it's just true. Here's my follow-up question. Is it... I, I'm, I will also add every single stereotype about poly people is true. I'm go- if you want to yell at us, please uh, go at Jake Scheidel nope. on Twitter. <laughs> Actually, that's my personal account. You, you can yell that. at me there. You do not need to do that. In fact, uh, you don't need to do it at all because this is just a joke and we are doing a comedy show and it's the only Survivor podcast. Uh, and anything we say is in jest, even when we like people. Uh, yeah. Endorsements. Uh, re- retweets are an endorsement. Yeah. And jokes uh, are all, everything that we say is not an endorsement of the thing that we said. Yeah. It's joke and satire, and we're doing satire, so you can't be mad. 
who is this George W. Bush listening to our show? I know everything about satire because I'm the guy that's wearing the shirt that's always pointing at stuff. Yeah. I know everything about satire. I have a shirt, uh, and it's got, uh, like, two cartoon thumbs pointed back at me, and it says, who's got two thumbs and is wearing a shirt? Speaking of shirts. Yeah, you've you've got, like, an icy stupid people shirt on. Yeah, and then it's a mirror. It's like a black T-shirt, but the letters are made out of uh, very cheap metallic uh, material that is mirrored. So it's, you know, the person reading. Yeah, they're the idiot. Yeah, they're dumb. Uh, Not me. I'm the one wearing the T-shirt, so it's impossible. (laughs) I'm smart. I just see all these dumb people. When When I look in the mirror, I don't read I'm with stupid. I read... Also, I'm a vampire, so I don't appear in mirrors. That's the other thing. I am a vampire, and it's been a long time coming, but it's finally come out, and it's very exciting news. Speaking of t-shirts that we wear as human beings, uh, Hi is wearing a a t-shirt that says feminist. What did you think of that? Yeah, okay. What if Hi... I didn't really... I forgot that he was wearing this. uh, Great. Glad Hi's an ally or whatever, but... uh, Not just an ally, but a feminist. that's true, uh, but I uh, I was more interested in high dressing like Arthur uh, in one of the tribal councils. I have a question, Thomas. Um, this is the second time you've referenced Arthur, the PBS television. Yeah, program I was talking about DW. Why? Why are you referencing uh, them so the much? The DW thing was a thought from now, and I, at the time, I have witnesses present that can say that I said, "Why is he dressed like Arthur?" When they showed him. Um. I did not notice and that. That was last week, so... Oh, okay. Well, this week he was wearing a shirt that said feminist. So, um, that's pretty good. Uh, Jeff hypes up the interrogation and tells them to be tough but respectful. Um, now I just have some lo- some notes about what everybody talked about. What what was your issue with this, Jerry? I think they did a good uh, job. Yeah, my issue with it is that everyone came into this like, fuck Mike. Well, maybe... That's your interpretation, but I think Mike just did a bad job of explaining his I game. think he did, but all of the questions were like, why are you a piece of shit? Tell me why you're such a piece of shit, Mike. And he was like, I don't think that I am. And they were like, well, why did you betray me then? Yeah. The, the thing that was insane about this is like Mike gets all of the blame for actually doing moves, whereas like Marianne, who voted with him on all of this shit, it's like, oh, no, that's fine. She's blameless. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because Marianne is good. And Mike has actually the bad guy because he lied yeah. to three different people about giving them his idol. It, like, okay, but like, I, again, I think that was kind of dumb. But at the same time, like that invalidates his entire game. Yes. Like, I think that's that's I feel like it's one of those things where people cherry picked like two or three things with him and ignored everything else that he brought to the table. No. Like that kind of stuff bothers me. I think because it allows somebody who because like Marianne has played a very good social game. Marianne did not do shit in challenges at all. And like, I do think that matters. OK, Jonathan fanboy over here. Not even for Jonathan. I'm saying for Mike. Like Mike played a pretty well-rounded game, and instead the jury was super bitter, mm-hmm. and they fucking jumped on him. I think they wanted to hear him admit that he didn't play as honorably as he acted as if he was. If he had just admitted that, I think more people would be would have been 
accepting of how he played, but he was like, no, I played the most honorable game I could. I'm an honorable man. Please respect yeah, my honor. He, he honor. did push that a little too hard. I think he probably should have been like, I did it as, you know, I did it as, played as honorably as I could given the choices I was provided, but eventually, like, you got to make some hard decisions. Yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it is very, like, Marianne made, I think they both had winning cases to make, and Marianne did a better job of making that case, but I also think she was given a much better position to do it, where all of the heat was on Mike, and so there was no pressure on her whatsoever. What did you think of Omer referencing Darwin and honeybees and coke? cockroaches and the survival of the fittest did you think this was a good uh analogy no i hate darwinist shit fuck that (laughs) but okay so you hate darwinism but then why do you have that bumper sticker on your car that has a fish with little feet on it and it says truth Uh, in the body yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not saying that I hate that I don't believe in evolution. I'm saying the like I, social Darwinism, I think, is fucking stupid. Um, but uh, only the strong the, uh, survive. But yeah, I actually I do have um, one of the bumper stickers with the fish coming out of the sea that has like a big like no, like no, you know, like the, the red circle with the line through yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Now I have to go to work every he day. He knows what he did. Um, yes, that is shitty and not good. I don't have any bumper stickers because I ride a bicycle or public transit. That's right. I care about the earth. Thomas, racist and earth killer. That's what we've learned on Survivor 42. Yeah, you know, we found a lot out about ourselves. Um, That's what Survivor's I, I all think, about. Like, I I think Marianne is a deserving winner. Um, I just remember like a couple weeks ago when we were like, you know, Borneo uh, or not Borneo, um, Gabon. Like, it's nice to see that this is like the opposite of that, you know, and it's like this jury was nowhere near that hostile. But like, they're pretty fucking hostile. And a week ago when everybody was hugging after Drea got eliminated, I got to tell you, I did not expect this at all. I yeah, I agree. I did not expect that reaction. To them either. Um, yeah, I thought it would be much more full of love and like excited to explain everything uh, or like learn. But yeah, High seemed very mad for somebody who. I don't know. He was like that all season, though. Anytime he couldn't get his way through, he would get like super pissy. So I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. Omer asks, if you think that you should have been up there, even though you got eliminated, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm going to take you down a peg because I was actually a better player than you. Yeah. Uh, Jeff asks them to focus on the social part of the game. And then Tori tells each of them her perception of each of them. Uh, Mike says he played an honorable game. We already talked about that. Marianne talks about how being not serious was a strategy because she noticed all these strategic young people getting voted out. And she pointed to a number of really good examples, you know, point in Marianne's favor. Uh, Romeo says he went from the boss to the employee. I mean, it's Survivor 42 in Allergy Island. What do you expect? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I don't believe Marianne, by the way. I think that Marianne, like, played a very astute social game. But I think this is very much branding just the way that you act afterwards is like, Oh, that was actually a strategy. I think a lot of this, I think most people that win tend to put like a post hoc narrative on stuff that, and that's part of making your case, but it's like, 
there's so much less intentionality to everything that these people do than is argued at Final Tribal. Uh, that's fair. Romeo says that he voted incorrectly intentionally. I think that is a, a great example of that. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you didn't. Shut yeah. up. Hi asks Romeo if he intentionally gaslit him. Your favorite. Word I of the want. Day. Yeah, I never want to see Hi on this show again. Don't do that shit. He lied to you. You're playing Survivor. Yeah, there's a difference. You're. Are you dating? Are the two of you dating? And over the course of years, like, come on. There was actually a secret scene uh, where Hi had won some lamps you know that they could put gas in to like light their light the light the camp at night uh, and he would slowly uh Romeo would slowly like turn it down every night you know to not use up so much of the gas uh but Hi would be like oh are you turning it down and Romeo would always say no I promise you Hi I'm not turning down the gas in the in the lamps uh but they they determined that that was not worth airing on the actual show, but it would have—it would have taken the season would have been twice as long. So they were like, "We're not going to put that in there." But every week that High and Romeo were in the game together, it was the one secret scene all about the lamps. I found it compelling, but I also love the real world and the mundanity of that. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I'm not the target audience for Survivor. Yeah, I did not. I did not need the the fucking bullshit fake TikTok psychology. In, in this, mm-hmm. like, if, if we get to a point where people are like, actually, uh, so-and-so was being low-key manipulative and was <laughs> love-bombing me all before the tribal council, it's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, I've got a life You don't know what any you. of that means. Um, how about this? Uh, make up a story for um, why you did so good in Survivor, uh, even if it's accurate or not. Um, I am looking up something I saw on a website today. Uh, that I wanted to get your opinion on. Um, it's on a website called Facebook.com. Have you heard of that? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. So, What's that one again? Is that MySpace? It's Yeah, it's basically MySpace, but for like 50-year-olds. Um, okay. Which, I mean, MySpace is basically MySpace for 50-year-olds. Yeah, how old's Tom now? Probably 50 years old. Oh, Tom? Not Tom. Uh, Thomas, do you love being respected? I love being respected. Do you love kind people? I also respect being loved, to be clear, but yes. Uh, do you love alternate universes? I'm iffy on that one. Okay. Uh, we'll give you half a point. Do you love politeness? I don't know that I love politeness. Yeah, half a point for that one. Do you love originality? Sure. Do you like spending money? I love spending money. <laughs> do you like attention? I I do and I don't. I have a weird relationship with that. Oh, in between love and hate. I would say you like it. Do you like alone time to recharge? In between love and hate, the strokes off. Exactly. Do you like alone time to recharge? I do like alone time to recharge. Do you like animals? I love animals. Huh. Do you like getting to know someone? Sure, yeah. Do you love... Excuse me. 
Do you hate boring people? I think that's a... What is the criteria for that? I, I don't hate anybody. No, it, does, well, it does not go into detail. It's a yes or no question. No. Okay. Do you hate being ignored? I kind I don't mind being ignored, to be honest. Do you hate biased criticism? Like, say, for example, somebody who oh, no. you know in real life said that you stink on your podcast review form. I do hate biased. I didn't like that, so I will say I hate biased criticism. Do you hate being interrupted? I mean, I do it to other people, so I think, you know, fair's fair. Uh, I probably deserve it. Well, here's what I'll tell you. You're 10 out of 10, a Leo, according to this meme. I think if I anything that I answered would have okay here would have given me ten out of ten for that. How <laughs> how do you feel about knowing things before they happen? What does that mean? I don't. I need more context. How do you feel about? Okay, so you need more context. So you do that like is knowing such a things. Leo thing to say. Do you like comfort food? Or, excuse me. Do you love comfort food or do you hate comfort food? There's no. I like comfort food. You like strong people, love people, or hate strong people. What? Do you love strong people, hate strong people, or like strong people? People have different strengths. What does that mean? Do you like different historical eras, love different historical eras, or hate different historical eras? I, I like different historical eras. Do you love observing, hate observing, or like observing? What? Okay, come on. This is me. Like, this doesn't mean anything. Thomas, I'm trying to determine if you're a Pisces or not. And the fact that you had such I a like negative observing, reaction okay? to this I enjoy, tells I like me to you watch. are not a Pisces. Do you hate learning if you're a certain uh, zodiac signal, signal or not? What is it called? Symbol? Yes, I do hate that. Yeah, well, you're a fucking Pisces then. Oh, well, damn, okay. Uh, I thought I was a Leo, I'm a Pisces. I hate slow textures, mixed signals, people who complain all the time, lack of sympathy, and being lied to. I like being taken seriously, romance, feeling motivated, naps, protecting those they love. Uh, And I love knowing things that happen before they happen, comfort food, strong people, different historical eras, and observing. That's right, I'm like Drea. What, okay, so what did... Just list all the Leo ones. No, now I already deleted. Being... I already deleted the tab. We're not going through. Damn it! In. You said yes to like ninety percent of those. Anyone would have said yes to those. Not me. I hate being ignored. Do you also hate boring people? I hate boring people. How dare you Isn't try? That, to... I feel like that's the thing that I feel like that's the thing that Leo's like. I feel like Leo's. All probably would hate boring people. I don't know. Uh, if you want to hear more about this, you can subscribe to our Patreon show, California Crystals, which is uh, Thomas being chill. Do you know your sign last night? <laughs> did you see your sign last night? Uh, and it can be that song that those Nazis did. In the yeah, I said, we, yeah, we're going to brand it entirely around that song yeah. with the lyrics that are good. This is good, and we like it. Again, jokes are not endorsements. My God, these people, they're so woke these days. I Always writing into podcasts. Yeah, Let's call them woke casts. We're being canceled. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why our viewer, our, our uh, listener counts are so low because because uh, we're being canceled. Yeah, unsubscribe. That's what people keep saying to me. 
That's all they, like, nobody uses our email except to send in unsubscribe, no subject line. Yeah, stop sending us reviews that say L plus ratio. Yeah, the fuck does that even mean? You can't do that on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, there's no, they don't list a, a number, I guess it would be number of reviews, but yeah, it just doesn't translate well to that. One of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody will respond in a Twitter thread with just ratio in like an attempt to ratio somebody, and it's like, they have like 15 likes, whereas the one they're trying to ratio is like 15,000. It's like, it's stupid. It's like, it's played out as a concept. Like yeah. we all know what it is. Saying it now is stupid. It's like saying first. You have to at YouTube least insult video. them. Just insult them. Think of something to insult them. Yeah. The people that just say ratio now are the people that also just post the like, may I please steal your meme, sir? Yeah. Thing. Like, well, that's just polite, right behavior. Though. Get that out of Twitter. I mean, that's just polite though. Like, let somebody know, hey, I'm stealing this meme. Elon Musk got in big trouble for stealing somebody's meme this week, and then he got ratioed. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this is Reddit. This is, like I said, this is Reddit behavior. Uh, so Mike gives a bad answer about how he never did anything to anyone who didn't deceive him first. It feels very, uh, no, it's the children who are wrong, which is a bad answer at that final tribal council. You're not going to win any favors by saying you're the one that was wrong. Mike, you know you know yeah sure omer asks marianne about her social game and she gives credit to mike and jonathan for helping her with the omer vote see this is how you do it you say oh look at look it's, it's not just me all these other people helped me too and they go oh hum humbleness humility you know it takes a village Jonathan asks Romeo what big moves he made, and he talks about making alliances with everyone. I don't know. I didn't buy it. Roxroy asks what skills they brought to the game. Marianne talks about palming. Palm reading and fish gutting. That's right. Marianne was the local psychic. Uh, Mike talks about his work ethic. We all know Mike. Romeo talks about he, he just learned how to swim and is afraid of heights. Uh, Dre asks what their best move was for them as an individual. Romeo talks about his fake immunity idol and winning some ocean. This wasn't a winning argument for me. No. Mike says... No, well, I mean, th th like, what is Romeo supposed to say, though? Like, he just... There, there's just nothing there, yeah. like... And he knows it. Yeah. Uh, Mike says he played both a strategic and an emotional game and admits to not playing with the integrity he claimed. Okay, so he did eventually come around and say that, but... I think it was too little too late. I think he genuinely didn't, like, realize it until halfway through Tribal. He was like, oh, yeah, I guess I wasn't quite as straightforward as I thought I was. Yeah. I think he was engaging honestly with people. It was just it kind of kind of lost track of it at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, Marianne explains how she made sure that she would make it to the final three by voting out Omer and then pulls out the idol that she never had to play. Basically, playing a hidden immunity idol at Final Tribal Council. Never been done before, but she figured out a way to do it. This is great. This is perfectly presented. Yeah, this was, I mean, it was pretty much, it, you could already tell which way it was going, but that was pretty much curtains for Mike at that point. Well, they, they started playing hero music every time they showed her, like, as, as soon as the episode started. <laughs> it was like, in case yeah, you hadn't like, figured I, it out yet. <laughs> It's not just because, like, I definitely came around on Marianne as, like, well, I, I, there was never a point where I thought that Marianne couldn't, like, actually play. I just find her kind of annoying. And I, I've, you know, I've, I've come around, like, she's a very good player. Like, I, like, she's a 
played an excellent social game, totally deserving winner. I did not need this heavy handed in edit for that to convey, you know, like it was all, it was right there on the screen and she made a great case for herself at tribal. You can get it all there. They went way overboard with the edit for her in these last couple episodes. As they always do. They love to hit you over the head with it. Um, Romeo talks about having to play from the bottom and not giving up. And then he gives a shout out to high for making him feel comfortable about being gay. Uh, Mike talks about boundaries. I don't know what else that meant. That's all I wrote in my notes. Mike talks about boundaries. I guess that's good. Um, yeah, I, it just, it's a bummer that none of these questions were really, Marianne was able to show off what her, you know, like appeal and charms are. And Mike, who's super, you know, was like one of the most likable characters we've had on a season, the last few seasons, just doesn't get to show any of his strengths at Final Trial. And like, that's a lot of it is his social game that got him there. And, you know, obviously Marianne's was stronger because the jury swung way towards her. But, you know, regardless of whether that's fair or not, like she she way out executed him. Yeah. But like Mike didn't even get to talk about making fire. He had a big fire making moment. Nobody like, um, he didn't even basically get, he was so on the defensive the whole time. He didn't even get to make an affirmative case for himself. I mean, maybe he did and it just didn't make the edit. Um, it just wasn't compelling in the story they were telling, you know, that's what they're always trying to do now is tell a story. Did, with it, did, it just kills me. The thing with that though, is like the, the, the post hoc stuff, overwhelming stuff that just happened is annoying to me. It's like people get their minds made up where it's like Mike's Mike has a big emotional win. You know, he finally gets a, a tribal council win to stay alive. He plays the, the idol for Marianne. He goes in, uh, you know, the motion thing, obviously it was, it was yeah. not great, but he, he recovers from that by, Winning by making fire in a situation where he easily could have lost and he won super convincingly. And it's like you have these big emotional highs. And then it's like as soon as he gets into tribal, it's like you lied to me, Mike. Fuck you. It's like everyone lied to everyone. Yeah. I mean, he also just like he didn't really articulate what he did do at any point. I, in the game I, I think well. that he did a bad job with what he was given, but I don't think he was given very much because he got jumped on the minute he started his case, basically. Yeah, uh, and if he were a better public speaker, maybe he could spun it. He could have spun the jury, but uh, well, I'm what I'm saying is that Marianne did not get the same level of scrutiny. She was allowed to make a, a much cleaner case for uh, herself, and maybe, she had a really good case to make. Maybe she played a better like, game I think, than Mike. Then I, I think that's possible, but I think that the way that this tribal shook out was not representative of how strong a game each of them played basically i think that's fair like, i think that's definitely fair i think that i think that this was a needlessly hostile jury and I, I i think it was part of the reason it felt that way to me is because i was i was expecting it to be like a very triumphant vibe we've got two really likable players like we're gonna come in we're gonna say hi like congrats for coming you know like I mean, you know the, like when drea was hugging mike and being like you know i'm gonna visit you and that kind of thing where it's like where the where the fuck was that in Final Tribal? Everyone was just like, fuck Mike, fuck Mike. <laughs> it was weird that they left that chant in uncensored. Yeah. Like, Mike, you could tell Mike was shell-shocked. Like, he was a good sport yeah. about losing, but, like, yeah, I he did not expect that at all. It was like, he was like fucking uh, Joe Pesci at the, end, at the end of Goodfellas. 
Where it's like you think you're going into Final Tribal thinking you're getting made and you get shot in the back of the head. Okay, well, spoilers. I actually haven't seen Goodfellas. I did, though, sir, uh, The Godfather on Premium Plus. What's it called? Paramount Plus the other day. I got. Oh, are you watching this stupid show about The Godfather or are you watching The Godfather? No, I'm just watching The Godfather because I've never seen it all the way through. I keep falling asleep. It's three hours long. Yeah, yeah it's a long movie. That makes sense for you. Um, but no, I've just never seen it all the way through. Uh, and I started it and I was like, oh. I definitely haven't seen this movie. I thought I had seen this movie, but this is does not seem familiar to me. You have an idea of the movie. Yeah, somebody makes somebody an offer they can't refuse, and then Rob Mariano went on Survivor. Like, what more do I need to know? Oh, and then he married Amber, okay. And then Marianne had a crush on Zach. Okay. We know. We know the history of the show. Oh, speaking of our Rivals podcast, um... Jonathan was on it doing his exit interview, and he referenced Cool Hand Luke <laughs> when they asked him about all the oh, eggs. Oh, talking about eating yeah. eggs? That was very funny. I bet, John- I bet Jonathan could do that. I bet he wouldn't die like people. Do you know that people have died trying to do that, trying to eat all the hard-boiled oh, eggs? That's fucked up. Uh, Jonathan wouldn't die, no, though. No, Jonathan will never die. <laughs> uh, Mike gets Jonathan's vote, but Marianne gets the rest of them. Um, I think, yeah, I think Marianne just put on a, 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 a absolutely phenomenal final travel council performance. Like, yep, she did. She did I, not I think miss that, once. I, yeah, me being annoyed is not the fact that I, like, I think that if they had both been given a chance to make, like, a, an affirmative case for themselves, I think she probably still would have won. I just didn't like Mike getting ambushed like that. I don't know. I thought it just felt like maybe there's stuff we didn't see where he rubbed people the wrong way, but it just, it's like when you edit the show like that and it comes out that way, like it's just, it feels weird. Like the vibes were fucked up. I didn't like it. Final review of survivor 42. The vibes were fucked up. This was like a fun season where everybody seemed to like each other. And then it's just a weird note to end on. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what did you think of the season overall? I just thought it was good. Um, the finale was, I mean, not just because of the people I predicted didn't win, but the finale was kind of a letdown to me, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it had a big head of steam coming into it, and I just thought, I don't know, it wasn't doing it for me. It was still good. I think it was a good season overall. This wasn't anywhere near as bad as, like, uh, Edge of Extinction or anything like that. But Or perhaps Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. Yeah, that one all that's probably the worst ending. Yeah. Of any of the shows. Um speaking of which, we can't wait to announce what we're doing next week for the first week of the off season. Uh final thing we need to do before points is deem somebody not annoying. Who was not annoying in this final episode, Thomas? Who's the most not annoying person? I guess least annoying is the way to say that. I would say considering Marianne won and basically flawlessly executed uh her, you know, the the final phase of the game, I would say Marianne was probably the least annoying. I 100% agree. Uh, we already deemed Jonathan annoying. Um, Lindsay, not annoying. Lindsay, not annoying. Uh, hi, very annoying. Hi, hi most annoying, annoying this week. Yes. Um, God, he kept saying gaslight so many times. He said it the one time, but it was still stupid. It was a stupid he thing to say. He said it multiple times, Thomas. Go back and watch it. I'm not gaslighting you about this. Oh, damn. 
Okay. All right. So you, well, you wouldn't lie to me. I would not lie to you, nor would I gaslight you. Uh, We had gone into this week with 35 points for you and 37 points for me. I close that gap, baby. Woo! Come from behind. (laughs) Uh, You said Lindsay would win the reward. She did not. I said Mike would win the reward. He, in fact, did. You said eggs. I said shower. No. You said Lindsay would win immunity. I said Jonathor. No. You said fifth place would go to Jonathor. I said Romeo. Both. No. You said Marianne would take fourth. I said Lindsay. Both. No. You said Romeo would take third. I said Jonathor. So you got a point for that. We both said Mike would take second, so we both got a point for that. And I said Marianne would win. So I am ending this season with 40 points to your 37. I actually did better than I thought I did at the end there. I didn't think I got, like, any points. Uh, You did. Yeah, you got a couple. I mean, not enough, you know. But, you know, good job. Um, So... My final verdict on, on this season is I didn't win, so it's disappointing. Yeah, that's, that's the case after every season. Uh, so next week, we are taking a break from doing Survivor watch-alongs. Um, but then the next week, we're coming back with Guatemala, which is going to be very exciting. In the interim, we are doing Survivor You versus All versus Everybody 2. Um. As you might recall, uh, an episode we did a while back was called You Versus All Versus Everybody, in which we cast the cast of Lost on a season of Survivor, split them up by red collar, white collar, blue collar, whatever the fucking collars were, and did a whole season. Do I remember who won? I don't, but it's really more about the journey than to the destination. So we're going to do it again, but this time there's a twist. Instead of lost people, in honor of Survivor 42, we're going, we're doing lost people and also people from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Holy shit. Um, so tune in next week for that. It's going to be really fun, and I can't wait. Thomas, what is your... I can't wait either. What is your... Twitter.com handle. Uh, are we not gonna? Are we not gonna thank the listeners? We will. Uh, we just haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna take this opportunity to thank the listeners. Okay. Uh, and you can follow me at Tom, not Tom. That's great. Uh, it's with an H at the first one. I don't know if anybody ever knew that, but that's the way it's spelled. Um, I will say the show. Is on Twitter at DYWSLN or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. We have a few shows on Patreon, which can be found at patreon.com slash, slash just podcasts. I have a proposition for you for a new show, Thomas. Tell me what you think of this. Here's the title. You know the title of the, the main show, DYWSLN. What about this? D-Y-W S-N-L Oh, I love it. Did you watch Saturday Night Live? And we go through every week and watch an episode of S-N-L but like in chronological order. 
So we start with the George Carlin first episode. What do you think? Man, I really, I mean, I would take the money, but like, <laughs> man, I really hope no one gets, I really, really hope no one pays for this one. I, you, there are so many other shows you could pay for that I would rather do than okay. this. Uh, shout one of those out. I mean, we do already have a couple uh, uh, I would rather do, uh, talk about. Did you, uh, did you know your sign last night or whatever? Oh, did you watch your sign last night? Did you watch your sign last night? Go through the sky and send you good dreams or whatever. Zodiac is about. Is that what the movie Zodiac is about? Dreamcatchers. The movie Zodiac is about. The movie Zodiac is about him trying to figure out what his sign is. How do you know? He's just texting his mom incessantly. His wife, like you have to stop doing this. He's texting his mom incessantly. What time was I born? It's apparently very important. But the the secret is, his mom died a long time ago, and that's the mystery he has to solve to find out what time he was born. Oh, can you just call the hospital? No, it's not allowed. You can't just call the hospital. The hospital was, all the records were destroyed in a fire. Yeah, and the, the hospital burned down. And that's how his mom died. So now don't you feel like an asshole? Yeah. He's not going to be able to make this relationship work unless he knows what his sign mm-hmm. is. Uh... <laughs> They're on the precipice of divorce unless he finds out if he's a Leo or a Pisces. Uh, Leo and Pisces are basically opposites, wouldn't you say? I, I We're going to have to do the show for me to know that. I don't know. You can tune into Did You Watch the Sign last night. I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with a good title for it by next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll do better. Um, how many signs are there? 13? 12? Something like that? How many aren't there? You know? Oh, man. Think about that. Um, what if people wanted to review us on Apple Podcasts? What would they write there? Well, five stars, first Absolutely. of all. And they would say, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if you are reviewing us on Spotify... Uh, you at the end will just say, I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify rap. I love that. I always love to hear that. Um, let's see. Has anybody reviewed us on Apple Podcasts? No. The last one still says that we stink, which is, of course, factually incorrect. Um, and then over on Spotify, hmm, it's, uh, it's oh, it's uh, no rating still. So you can be the first Spotify listener. To review us and wouldn't that be exciting that'd be nice if, if somebody did that be very exciting and then you could look forward to seeing us in your spotify rap yes um okay well next week we're doing survivor you versus all versus everybody too you can tune in for that uh, until then have a great summer 90 fucking degrees now deuces 40 deuces yeah, holy shit hot. you haven't been saying 40 I deuces i wish that my air conditioner time. was on Thomas, you gotta say 40 deuces one last time. 40 deuces. Have a great summer. 40 deuces. There we go. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your I love the feature in the iPhone that allows you to just swipe over and open the camera now that I'm, like, around children, like, toddlers a lot more because they don't understand what they're doing and you get some of the greatest selfies there's so much fun every time i'm way into kids now i don't know if you heard i love children getting really into kids you know 
just like kids say the darndest things, you know? Yeah, starting small, I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna go to this playground. Mm-hmm. These guys, I keep getting chased off, but I, they're, they're gatekeeping the, these kids by not letting me watch them. <laughs> they're gaslighting me and not, into not yeah, letting me these see people, these kids. Yeah, these people, it's like, everybody says that they want you as a part of the parent community, but when you try and learn anything, they just push you away. They try and, like, big time you yeah. about how they have kids and you don't, and you're not allowed to be outside yeah. the playground. Maybe I want to rent it before I buy it, you know? Like, you rent a movie before you buy it for your home collection. Yeah. Can I can I rent your kid for five days? Before I put it in my home collection? My kid's in the shop. I got a loner kid for the weekend. Um, yeah, kids are cool. Kids are cool. Kids and are you, you cool. You can't say anything negative about them. That's They're illegal. cooler than us. They know all the new stuff. We're old. We're dinosaurs. We don't know any of the new stuff. Yeah. It's your favorite dinosaur. Ready to go. Lightning round. Um... I like uh, Ankylosaurus. I like a, a good tank dinosaur. Mine's Littlefoot. <laughs> Smarten up, probes. <laughs>